Rose War or Wars of the Roses. The Wars of the Roses are so over. The power struggle between the Red Rose, House of Lancaster, and the White of York has a new and supposedly more authentic name. Philippa Gregory and a few popular historians have relabeled the era the Cousins' War, telling us the term is more authentic than the Wars of the Roses we all remember. They are insistent that this was the term used at the time. This was what contemporaries called it, and that the Wars of the Roses was the invention of Sir Walter Scott. But we are not told who these contemporaries were who said, hey, we're living during the Cousins' War, or where the term was written down. On the other hand, we do know the origin of the term Wars of the Roses, and it is much older than the precise formulation of words that Scott used. I am the historian Leander Delisle, uncovering the Tudors and Stuarts behind the myths. The Wars of the Roses was referred to as the Quarrel of the Two Roses in the 17th century. Before then, you have Shakespeare's play, Henry VI, Part I, with a scene in which Richard, Duke of York, quarrels with the Lancastrian leader, Edmund, Duke of Somerset. The two men ask others to show their respective positions by picking a rose, red for Lancaster and white for York. The simple five-petal design of the heraldic rose was inspired by the wild dog rose that grows in English hedgerows. As a symbol, it had a long association with the Virgin Mary, who is sometimes called the mystical rose of heaven. Edward I had used a golden rose representing the glory of the Virgin, while some of his descendants used rose badges of different colours, with different religious meanings. The French chronicle Tresson et Mort describes how Henry Bolingbroke, the future Henry IV and first king of the House of Lancaster, had rouge fleur, that is red flowers, decorating his pavilion at a joust in 1398. But when the wars began in 1455, there was no very strong association of the red rose with Lancaster or the white rose with York. Henry VI preferred to use a spotted panther, an antelope or ostrich feathers as his badge. And as far as we know, his rival, Richard, Duke of York, never used the white rose. York's son, Edward IV, did, however, use the white rose prominently. It was believed to have been the badge of his ancestor, Roger Mortimer, the man who was supposedly Richard II's true heir before his right was usurped by Henry IV. As such, it was a key symbol of the dynastic rights of the House of York and a contrast to Henry IV's rouge fleur. Richard, Duke of York, was killed only weeks after he first laid claim to the throne and that may be why he never got round to using the white rose badge. It is also significant that at the height of the Lancastrian struggle with the House of York, the red rose appeared again in a striking context. When the deposed Henry VI was readapted briefly as king in 1470 in place of Edward IV, the grocer's company in London ripped up the white roses they had planted for Edward IV and replaced them with red ones as a mark of their new loyalty to Henry VI. Henry VI's half-nephew, Henry Tudor, was then in London. He left within days and only returned in 1485 after having defeated Richard III at Bosworth. 
It was now, for his coronation pageant, that Henry Tudor chose the red rose as his favoured badge. The religious symbolism was without doubt important to him. Henry Tudor regarded the Virgin Mary as his special protector. The red rose also represented Christ's passion. The five petals of the heraldic rose corresponding to the five wounds on Christ's crucified body. Henry VII's mother, Margaret Beaufort, who was advising him on the coronation ceremonies, owned a jewel ornament of a rose with an image of our Lord and in every nail a pointed diamond and four pearls with tokens of the passion on the reverse. In her prayer book, the rose also appeared on the three illuminations associated with the passion. The religious symbolism would remain important to Henry all his life. Twenty-four years later, when the dying king ordered thousands of masses to be said for his soul, he asked for a quarter of them to be dedicated to the five wounds. Yet Henry might have chosen other religious symbols. He chose the red rose badge in the knowledge that he was to marry Elizabeth of York, the heir to the White Rose dynasty. Within weeks of this marriage, the Royal Mint had issued a coin featuring the double union rose, commonly termed the Tudor rose, in which the red petals of the Lancastrian rose surround the white petals of the House of York. It became immensely popular with artists and poets, symbolising, as it did, national healing after the civil wars. Does the term the Cousins' War really have the same meaning or resonance? Does it even have any history predating the novels of Philippa Gregory? In what way is it more authentic than the Wars of the Roses? As royal houses intermarry, and as European nations were ruled by monarchies for most of their history, half the wars in Europe's past could be described as cousins' wars, even the First World War. The term Wars of the Roses tells us rather more than that this was a dynastic struggle. It also tells us something about the religious values of the past, about how the wars were remembered and the national gratitude for peace when they ended. The Wars of the Roses is a far more valuable term than the Cousins' War and not one to be carelessly replaced. You can learn more about the Wars of the Roses and the rise of the Tudors in my biography of the Tudor dynasty, Tudor, The Family Story. You're also welcome to contact me via my website, Facebook or Twitter.